You've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in because your favorite program is coming up next. Hello. It's me, Giovanni. Why? You forget about me? Huh? It's been a long time. But you gotta come on over and listen to the show. It's gonna be a good one. We're talking about everything. Maybe not everything, but something, something. Okay? Hey! Hey! Don't get mad! Don't get mad at Giovanni! Huh? Don't get mad at me! Let's start the show, huh? Giuseppe! What is espresso, huh? What a cafe! Hello, and welcome to another exhilarating, exciting week of the My Mind podcast with Stefan Taylor. I am Stefan Taylor, and this is episode 77. Whoa, 77. That's crazy. That's crazy, gang, gang. <laughs> uh, maybe it's not that crazy, but I think it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. We've come a long way since episode one. I think 77, like that's nuts. 77 episodes, 77 episodes of this wonderful, wonderful show. That's pretty good. A hundred's like so close now, eh? You know, there's just so much, there's just so much happening, you know, there's so much happening in the world that we can talk about and like do. So I feel like getting to a hundred episodes is quite easy because like my whole life is centered around content generating now. <laughs> Uh, it's like self-serving as that sounds it sounds ridiculous i know but everything i do is like related to some kind of some kind of content you know to make for you know the youtube you know go like and subscribe the youtube let's you know get that going that's cool stuff yeah jump on that that's awesome get some views up and the patreon as well you know three dollars a month patreon i know he's like doing plugs early what's he doing what's he done What's he done? What's he doing? Yeah, but that's a thing. You can do that. That's a thing. That's a thing. And, you know, that's cool. That's cool. Mm. What else is going on? That's it. You know, like like, like I said, everything I do is like re revolving around content. Like I was talking to my friend last night and I'm trying to like drum up ways to, you know, obviously get more views on like my YouTube and that kind of thing. And it's just there's a tool that you can use within here's a bit of a YouTube lesson for you. I only found this out like maybe a week or two ago, but you can go to your analytics and you can kind of see what is like generating kind of, I probably shouldn't say it, but you can see what, but it's all there. You know, if you start your own YouTube channel, you can just see all these statistics and stuff. You can kind of see like what's trending and what's good, what's like trending on Google and whatnot. So you can kind of base, yeah, content around those kinds of things. That's why you see, like, when people, you know, every, every, you know, like the Fortnite battle pass is out at the minute. You know, like that's gonna be something that's highly searched and highly googled. You know, it's people are gonna get massive views on that. They've got Spider Gwen actually. Just quickly, uh, my son and I checked the battle pass, and it's Spider Gwen is like the last one, and I kind of want Spider Gwen in Fortnite. Yeah, I just think that would be cool. But I got to pay for the 
pay for the battle pass and then you know grind and play it to get there so i don't think i will because i've got so many other games i need to start grinding through i'm playing cyberpunk on the pc just for something different just to see i'm trying to get better at playing keyboard and mouse so i figure instead of just jumping into like fps and just go nuts i'm gonna try and play rpg related games and you just get a bit more proficient there's some games i just still enjoy playing with the control like uh the spider-man game i prefer that on the control compared to um i guess third person games are just better played with the control for me i guess you know there are you know i guess there's some exceptions like Fortnite would probably be better with a keyboard and mouse over a control just for what you have to do i guess i've never really tried but i don't have it on the pc so i'm not really sure maybe i'll do that maybe i'll I'll put it on the pc and just you know have a bit of a had a bit of a go-go gang gang <laughs> why do i keep doing that <laughs> It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, everything I've been doing is going like content driven. You know, I think that's happening in my life. It's just all about you know talking about it on here because you know as as we started out with this podcast, it's all about just talking. It's all about my own therapy. <laughs> it's all about being my own kind of therapeutic. <laughs> yeah, you know, which has been good. It's been nice. It's been nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's been about it, really. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, actually, um, speaking of cyberpunk, they're, they're releasing, like, little bits of content here and there, which is nice because the game was so bug-riddled the first time around, which is something that I didn't really experience <laughs> because I was playing it. The first time I played it, I played it on three different uh things now like consoles and pc or whatever i played it on like the the series x and which is which i think runs great but i got it after they kind of fixed all the bugs and then when i first played it it was the what did i have the one x i had the one x which is like the the 4k upgraded xbox one so i played on that and the the biggest problem i kind of had was um just more or less like but like npcs like floating <laughs> like not really like they would have their arms out as if they were trying to balance and their legs close together and then they would just like 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 glide <laughs> along pavement and that like that was kind of the worst bugs i kind of seen and sometimes it would randomly crash but it wasn't like it wasn't this insane thing that made the game unplayable like i still managed to finish it with like no dramas and then when I played on the Series X on my current playthrough at the moment, like it's still fun, you know, I'm just, you know, hanging out, having a good time and whatever. And now I'm playing on the PC and, you know, there's a cup. there was um one bug, the, sa- the same thing, the NPCs gliding and that before a cinematic. But that was about it, you know, like a lot of people had these like crazy glitches where, you know, their bikes were like blowing up their you know guns were like firing by themselves and all this wild stuff they were like you know doing super jumps like randomly and all this so you know there was all these wild wild glitches that was happening to them 
but it never happened to me, <laughs> which I'm, I'm thankful for, you know, thank you CD Projekt Red for not making that happen. That was great, you know, but yeah. So yeah, nothing really happened to me, which was great. I was quite happy with that. So, you know, that's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. And yeah, so they've released this um, cyberpunk anime called uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which is really good. If you're a fan of anime and you like cyberpunk, even if you don't even like cyberpunk, if you like anime, you I reckon you'll like this show. It's, it's such a throwback to early uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion and like Bubblegum Crisis of like the 90s and that. It was, oh, it's really cool. You know, like what they've done. The only thing that I would say, like spoilers, the only thing that I would say is like a bit of a negative is the, um, I didn't really understand the timeline of, uh, not necessarily the timeline and how it lines up with the game. Cause I think it pre it's before the game, but I didn't really understand the kind of timeline of, um, of, of like that, the, the characters, certain timeline, like it, I don't understand is it, gone a year gone by between like transition six months or is he just like is he the same age the whole way through you know like i didn't understand that kind of bit but you know that's cool it's cool (laughs) that's such a tiny problem that doesn't really create a problem (laughs) you know like it's it doesn't make the show like less enjoyable yeah but it goes down in like true cyberpunk fashion eh? there's like heaps of heaps of gore heaps of violence heaps of nudity yeah, it's cool. I think what I enjoyed the most about it is kind of the commentary on how characters kind of thirst to be more than like this weird hybrid of robot and human, which is just cool. I think it's really cool, you know, like I don't want, and they call it Chrome as well. Oh, are you some kind of chrome junkie? You know, like that's what like one of the characters, that's one of the characters voice that I did a really bad impersonation of, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but you know, that's uh that that's a thing, you know, they're, they're like chasing chrome, which is cool, which is pretty cool. It's nuts. It's nuts. The whole show is just nuts, but it's awesome. It's like this crazy, because it's kind of like Evangelion. Like Evangelion was like the relationship between like machine and machine and person, a human, I guess. And that's what like cyberpunk like balances on is like the relationship between technology and people, you know, like how far can you, how far is the, the tolerance for man to be able to control a machine without it? taking over you and you're losing your mind like how how much can the brain how much technology can you make force the brain to communicate with you know yeah which is nuts it's crazy it's crazy it's totally crazy but it's good it's good like if like i said if you enjoy anime i'm pretty sure actually the director of the series is the same guy that directed evangelion which was like massive pros for me because i think well, definitely, like Evangelion and like early Helsing and like Bubblegum Crisis, Ghost in the Shell, all those kind of early 2000s, obviously Dragon Ball Z, early 2000s and like kind of mid-90s Cowboy Bebop, of course. Those animes kind of paved the road and were like, you know, originators of the of the genre, 
you know, like to where it's come now is just, it's incredible. Anime is so cool. It's so cool. I watched um, this cool anime on Netflix called Food Wars that my friend was getting me into. And that's cool. If you ever want to watch a cooking show that's anime, that's got like anime flair. It's like one piece for cooking. <laughs> you know, it's just so dramatic. And yeah, crazy. It's crazy. But it's awesome, you know. I, I, I really dug it. I think it was cool. It was cool how they kind of, it was the kind of blend of how fusion cookery and I just, I guess it's, it's more of a, yeah, they're just showing you like how fusion can work by, you know, having these like culinary students, basically what it, what a food, what food wars is about. It's about a school in Japan and all these, um, young trainee chefs or cooks go to train there to learn and they have like battles to see who's the best you know, so it's like tournament style, hence food war. And when they have a food war, it's like if the other person loses, they have to, you know, they, they put like these weird bets on. Like there's this one guy that's like, oh, if I beat you, then I get like your tools. <laughs> or, you know, if, if I beat you, then you're never allowed to cook again, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I liked, uh, yeah, I, I dug it. I think I thought it was really cool. It was cool how it is cool how there's like positive sides of cookery coming into popular culture. I don't like the negative sides, like your my kitchen rules and your Gordon Ramsay's kitchen nightmares. Like I definitely think that places should be more or less vilified for serving like a, a an inferior product, but I just don't think it should come with the shame of the owners and that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's a bit underhanded. I think that sucks just for like human pride. I know you should like kind of not always call out, but like single out like stupidity and let people know that they've, you know, been a bit of a dum-dum or whatever. But yeah, I just don't, I just don't think it's worth embarrassing them over and like, you know, making them. And like when you, when you embarrass someone like on a global level like that, that just comes this you know, universal treatment of them that, you know, these people will never go back to how their lives were, whether their restaurants improve or not, you know, like their, their lives are forever changed by Gordon Ramsay or, you know, one of those types going in there and saying like, this is, this is horrible. This is horrible, mate. Your food is horrible. Why is the fridge dirty like this? You know, obviously there's basic hygiene rules that need to apply to kitchens and because kitchens have such a high cleaning standard because we're dealing with food. It should be, it should be taken serious. Uh, I guarantee, like, I, I agree. I 100% agree that it should be taken serious. It can't be made light. But to rail people over the coals just for, like, clicks and views, it's just, it's not cool, man. <laughs> it's not cool. I don't like it. And it just creates this toxic, you know, it. you're basically showing the world that, you know, chefs are these arrogant, toxic people, which for the most part, we're not, we're not these crazy toxic people, you know, like it's, yeah, it's, it's not good. It's not nice. It's not nice because that's what you expect. You know, anytime anyone asks me, you know, any of the, you know, any people that aren't in hospital, it's like, Oh, are there, are there really like Gordon Ramsay types in kitchens? Like, yeah, there are, but they're behind closed doors. They're not out in wrestle. You know, some people are, but they're not out 
you know, doing like saying these things for like views and, and clicks and that they're doing it because they're passionate about the job. I'm passionate about my job. You know, like I, I, I love cooking. I still love cooking. I love training. I love helping the young guys, like trying to get them to a level where, you know, the next place they go to, they can, they can pass on the skills and they can work and they can operate, you know, cause they're efficient, you know, like that, that's, that's what it's all about. It's all about passing down, you know, generational knowledge from what I was taught to what I'm going to teach them. Like, that's what the journey is all about. Like, that's what this is cooking. This is life. You know, it's like when, you know, your dad teaches you how to change a tire, you know, what are you going to do with that knowledge? You're going to give it to your kids to show them how to change a tire. You know, that's what it's all about. It's otherwise we don't learn as people. You can't just Google things and learn that's enough to get by. Like that's, that's insane that like Google is your, you know, illegitimate stepfather, you know, instead of going to your, you know, your father or your mom or whatever family member you choose to go to, like, you know, the people acquire these skills, these particular skills to pass down to someone. They don't just get it for, you know, it's, it's hereditary, like these things to like pass it down through, you know, your genealogy, I guess. I don't know. I'm no scientist, but you know, I want my son to, to learn what I've learned, you know, either through me, me showing him or me talking about it and he listens and he takes it on and then he applies it to his own life. Cause that's how you learn. That's how you grow. Isn't it? I mean, I'm sorry if this is like, it's really, this is therapy for me. All right, guys, this is like my, these are my issues. This, this is what I'm getting at. It, it really, you can tell like how passionate I am about these, about these things about passing like your knowledge down it's you know it's also like half the reason why i love doing this podcast is because i get to talk about the things that interest me and i get to you know my 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 son gets to hear this one day and go you know what dad wasn't this strict angry parent you know he was this he was a man who had interests he was a person that had interests and had likes and had dislikes and was passionate passionate about his job and that's you know if you know touch wood nothing happens to me but if something does happen to me then he's got this to like listen over he's got a memory of me you know which not to get like too somber but you know the memories that I have of my own father are quite limited because he died when I was so when I was young so like the things that I have my memories of him are, you know, him building this wooden boat for me, like a tiny wooden boat the size of your palm. And that was like, you know, a toy, you know, and, you know, him teaching us how to play hockey. You know, the memories I have is like, they're, they're only like such a small portion of my life, you know, like I have 22 years, 23 years of other memories that, you know, get (laughs) what am I trying to say they they kind of take over like all these you know the eight years of memories that I have with my father you know it's crazy but that's how the brain works like the brain can't hold on to everything you need to be prompted and reminded that's what's crazy that's like the push for technology as well so you can keep all these all these memories all these thoughts all this knowledge because it's crazy to think that you know over however long you live for you're holding on to memories from when you were, you know, four to 80, 
And then on top of those memories, you're holding on to general information you have about movies, music, you know, or, or whatever, you know, that facts you know about your own family. And most people hold on to these memories or these lessons that they learn, you know, like it's crazy. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Well, there you have it. We've just experienced a little bit of what it's like (laughs) to kind of reminisce on what it's like to be human, really, isn't it? Yeah, to have therapy with yourself. It's nice. It's a good change, you know, because sometimes it's just good. It's just nice to be. It's just nice to be alive. But anyway, you hear the music, you can hear it in the background, and you know it's time to wrap up. We do the shorter show now because it's, I think it works. I think it works just having a short show. Mm. Better than, I like the hour ones. I like the hour ones from like, I have a guest on or whatever, but you know, the early stuff where I just sit here and talk for an hour, like it gets a bit mindless, you know? So uh, 20 minutes, it's a good time. It's a good time. Anyway, thank you all for listening and make sure you go check out the YouTube channel. Go leave a like, go subscribe, hit the bell, all that good stuff. Go to the Instagram page, which is my mind podcast, M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T, or you can check out all of the episodes on Spotify if you just look up My Mind with Stephen Taylor. You can go check out all the previous episodes there. You can also go check out the Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash my mind with. You can go check out that and go check out the Marchetti Family Values. Go sign up for $3 a month three dollars that's so 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 low honestly honest honestly that is such a low price and the the next three people that sign up get a t-shirt that's pretty cool isn't it you get a my mind with Stephen taylor t-shirt check out the yeah the youtube channel sorry the name is my mind podcast m-y-m-n-d-p-d-c-s-t go check it out there's some cool behind the scenes making of videos of the marketty family values as well so go check that out and also go check out the facebook page my mind with Stephen taylor facebook page and group go leave a like there follow the page i put up content and post daily so you're always engaged if you have any questions or queries or want to know more about the show or how you can get involved or you know you have some stories that you want to tell or, or whatever you want me to retell for you like whatever let me know you can PM me or DM me or whatever. Or you can send an email to mymindpodcast at gmail.com. That's what you can do. And the podcast is available everywhere. Everywhere you can think of a podcast that's available, it's available. So, you know, go rate it, like it, all that stuff. Thank you for joining me for another week and we'll talk soon. <laughs>